Paranormal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Gathering Radio Show here on the Para-X Radio Network. This is Heidi. And this is Stephanie. And it is a Transparent Tuesday. It is a Transparent Tuesday. It took us a minute to figure out a T word that goes with tonight's theme, but Mm -hmm. it's because we are talking about elementals, which Mm -hmm. typically are unseen. Mm -hmm. So we thought that was a good name for our Tuesday. And we both knew there was a T word because I kept saying things like transcendental and all these weird things, but transparent. <laughs> and then you said it and it's like, ah, that's it. So, yes, transparent Tuesday. But anyway, how are you, Heidi? I am good. Uh, we had our investigation last mm-hmm. weekend, this past weekend, whatever. It feels like it's been three weeks since we were on last. I don't know what the deal is. But anyway, yeah, we had our investigation on Saturday, and that was really fun. It was nice just to do a fun one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, you know, it was cool. <clears throat> one of our, so we were down in the basement of this location, and we had, um, I don't know, there was just, there's some cool energies there, nothing bad happening there. So mm-hmm. it was just like a fun investigation just to see what was going on. And I walked through this doorway, and Cindy was behind me, and she, saw, and I didn't see this, she thought it was a string coming down from a light bulb, you know, to pull it uh, Mm -hmm. on and off. Mm -hmm. And she thought it was a string that I was going to walk into. And so, um, and it would get, you know, caught on my hair or whatever, big, which in the big deal, but she was going to swipe it out of the way, but she realized it was whitish. It was like whitish and kind of thick. And she went to swipe it and it didn't move. She went through it. And at the same time, I'm looking, I looked down and she's, like, well, Heidi's going to hit it because she's not looking up. And I'm looking down because something grabbed my ankle Oh, at the exact same time. And so she, I said, oh, my gosh, what was that? And she said, did you feel that? And I said, yeah. I said, something just grabbed my ankle. She goes, your ankle? She goes, I've been watching up by your head, and there was something. She goes, I thought it was a string, but then I realized it came down out of the oh. ceiling right as you walked through the doorway. She goes, I thought it was a light bulb pull but it it isn't and it's gone now and so that was pretty cool the owner one of the owners of the business said i'm never coming down here by myself again like well no it's not bad it's just yeah it was cool so there was uh 
some other cool things happening there too. I won't, I mean, I can talk about it, but I don't want to hog up mm-hmm. all the time, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that's one of the things but, we did this week. That was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. They're fun. They're fun when you have one that you just wanted to do, right. That was one that you went in there and, and thought maybe there was some, um, stuff happening and you asked if they had ever thought of that to right. have an investigation. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They had the no best. thoughts about it until they, mm-hmm. you know, we talked to them and they're like, Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. it was fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those are always my favorite ones. You know, when you find some place and you approach the owners and say, Hey, do you want a paranormal investigation? And sometimes yeah. they think about it. They sit on it for a bit, but other times, yes. When can you come? <laughs> yep. And that's what this, this couple was, they were there immediately yeah. like, yep, let's do it. We're excited. We've seen the shows. We want to know how this works. Yes. And uh, yes. so they had a good time and um, we had a good time. Mm-hmm. So did they investigate know. with you? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We always, yeah. I mean, unless there's something really bad happening, we don't usually kick people out. We want to show them how it works. Absolutely. So we ask that they stay. Plus, you know, it's helpful when, you hear things and you want to know, is that typical? You know, so you have someone to yes. ask, yes. you know, because then they're listening to it at the same time going, oh, yeah, that's the whatever system or, oh, that's the neighbors. You know, they had a Mexican restaurant next door. Mm-hmm. And so we heard some noises and they go, hey, I think that's the Mexican restaurant and they should be closing pretty soon. So we don't have to worry about hearing in that anymore. It's OK. OK. Um, you know, but then some of the noises we heard, it was clear that it was we don't know what it was. And they said, no, we've never heard that. And, and some of it was talking like quite a few people talking in the back, like under, but there's no one around. I mean, this Mm -hmm. is a small town that doesn't have a lot going on Mm -hmm. and there was nobody there. Mm -hmm. And it sounded like multiple people were having a conversation. Isn't that wild when that happens? Yeah. Did you get good evidence? So far, um, we're still going through it. I mean, we just had it. Oh, I know. So yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, so far we're just kind of digging through everything. But yeah, it was it was fun, and it was fun to just show someone how it works. And yes, and you know, the debunking part. You know, we're not just walking in going everything's haunted. No, you know, no, no, no. Uh, no. We want to find out what exactly is going on and what could it be if it's not paranormal, which it may not be. Mm-hmm. What else could it be? You know, just want to mm-hmm. rule things out. So oh, absolutely. I know yeah. we did a. Um, there's a pizza place called Basilio. I can say the name because they, they would love it. But it's Basilio's Pizza down in um, Faribault that we did an investigation. Um, I think it was in May when we investigated um, Walcott Knows More. And it was so fun because the owners came with. And, you know, the whole place, all of all of the, we happened to go there for pizza the time before we were down there and asked them some questions. And they were like, oh, yeah, there's stuff happening here. And. And yes, you do want to go see the basement. <laughs> and that was, you know, <laughs> we were just in there for, you know, dinner. And we did. And of course, all the employees are over at our table, you know, showing us pictures that they had. And so we actually did. It was it. It wasn't a real formal investigation, obviously. You know, it was after we were already done at the other place and, and they came downstairs, too. But I mean, a lot of things happened. Um I know that was the first place they I'd ever seen the Estes. Is it the Estes method where they, and I was the subject of this. They blindfolded me and put earplugs in my ear um, to see what would happen. And that was quite amazing, you know, and that was where I had the, it felt like, you know, something going right through me. And, and, you know, Kim said, 
stuff back in the day because it used to be a mortuary, you know, like in the early 1900s, late 1800s. And she said back in the day, sometimes they didn't even know people weren't maybe not have been dead. So then they, you know, start and like, oh, that's awful. But there were a lot of different things that happened to me when that was going on. So we do want to go back. The girls and I would like to go back and do just a mini one, just us, before it, the pizza place opens um, in this one area that we had had some luck with. But there was too much going on at the time, you know, because like I said, they were the restaurant was closed, but the there were still some employees there closing up for the night, right? So it wasn't completely silent and kind of ruined any kind of EVPs we may have had. Um, but yeah, no, it, those are always the very fun, most fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, awesome pizza, Jerry's saying. Yeah, really good pizza. <laughs> if anyone's in southern Minnesota and you want some good pizza, Basilio's Pizza in Faribault. Yeah, they're right on the main drag. So, but yeah, so I'm glad you had fun because those are, like I said, always exciting and always fun. Yeah, yeah, it it is fun, like we said, to have an investigation that's just kind of for fun and that isn't... Mm-hmm. Be, you know, pressure where there's something bad happening and you got to take care of it. And, you know, which we'll do those, of course. We mm-hmm. want to make sure we get mm-hmm. those done too. Absolutely. But it's nice to have an investigation where the pressure's off. It's just yes. for fun. They don't need any, you know, they're just curious. You know, they mm-hmm. don't want to make sure is this what's going on there? Like, hey, if something's going on, great. Yeah. If not, that's okay. Yeah. Um, but they have people that work there that have seen and heard a lot of weird things and they'll have items in the location that'll get moved that should have broken with how they were found the next day. It should have broke mm-hmm. it, it, you know, the things that fall off shelves or hit the floor and, you know, it should have broken. And mm-hmm. especially how far away from the original location it was, it's like, how in the world is that going to get there? And so anyway, it was cool to just go somewhere like that and see what was going on. And mm-hmm. we had, a, you know, other personal experiences, other investigators um, had, there was, uh, Marilyn was there and she was taking pictures, you know, just taking a few pictures down in the basement. And she said that it felt like three men came from different locations in the basement and wanted her out of the basement. Mm wanted her to not they weren't mean or anything but they didn't want her down there and I said well maybe because you were sneaking around down there by yourself we didn't know she had split off from the group and she was down there by herself and I said well maybe they just didn't want you to get hurt you know Mm -hmm. because lights are off or whatever and or you know they didn't want you poking around maybe they thought you were getting too close to something and we couldn't get an answer because we asked afterwards you Mm -hmm. know when she said Mm -hmm. that that's what um was going on we thought well we'll see if we can, you know, find out what they're doing and they wouldn't talk to us. So. Well, we never know about those spirits, you know, but yeah, (laughs) I'm glad you guys had fun anyway. It'll be fun to see if you got any, um, you know, any evidence and maybe sometime you'll go back there and like, I'm excited to go back to Basilio's. We just have to schedule it. And I just been so, I've had too many things on my plate, you know, we just, all of us do. So, but we definitely will in the next few weeks I have to call but um anyway so tonight we are going to talk about elementals so I know that we've talked about them in the past but 
it is it is a fun subject and i think it was brought up last week on the paranormal paranormal smorgasbord wasn't it somebody mentioned something uh, it's possible yeah. yeah i can't we have talked about it yeah. before and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I know it came up at my meetup last week. Oh, I had my yeah. formal meetup. And so somehow elementals came up. And so we were talking about it. And that's what made me think about, oh, we should talk about that again on the show. We haven't done that for a while. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's just, there's so much going on here. Well, there always is with the earth, right? Earth energy. Mm-hmm. But with all the storms and things that we've been mm-hmm. having, I don't know about the rest of the Twin Cities, but we've had a ton of rain and ton of storms here um, in the northern suburbs and um and just with the heat and everything else going on it just felt like kind of a appropriate topic for mm-hmm. our show right now because you know we're in the heat of the summer yes it's crazy yes. hot in so many places not just here in the u.s too in the northern hemisphere really oh gosh but it's um, like running on how many like day five of 100 and some temperatures you know that's really yeah. hot for them it's really, so, yeah, it's, well, it's hot for anybody, but for them, especially that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's unbearable, I'm sure. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, summertime anyway, there's so much energy, you know, like, like, you know, you can just go outside at night and just, it's everywhere, right? So the elementals, of course, are everywhere too, and everybody's outside more. So chances that you'll run into one are greater right now than any other time of the year. Yep. So... And not that you'll, you know, maybe knowingly run into one, especially if you don't see them, but to feel them, you know, that's something that you might want to tune into because they don't um, necessarily make themselves seen or you just can't see them, but you could feel them. And that would be Mm -hmm. an interesting thing to go out and do this time of year, you know, because it is warmer and, you know, in the winter, not everybody's hot to get outside and hang out for long ter- t- periods but you know even uh tim was talking tonight about us having a a fire outside tonight you know it's maybe a little windy for it so we might not but you know getting that fire energy going outside yeah. as well calling in some of those fire energies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i like it for sure but um yeah it's so windy out tonight Ooh. It's so windy. Yeah, a little bit today. So we'll see. We might not do it. But yeah, it's it's just cool to be able to think of all the different spirit energies that are out, <clears throat> well, anywhere, but especially outside that aren't um, human. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we're so used to talking about human spirits or spirits that we, you know, animal spirits or whatever, but not often do we talk about elementals and earth spirits or energy spirits that have to do with the different elements and they're just as many of those around as maybe probably more actually when you go outside than human spirits oh absolutely absolutely and you know i was reading um an article about elementals you know and and she was comparing them to you know they're obviously nature spirits um she talks about them being guardians, fairies, pixies, water, water sprites, imps, and mermaids. Um, and, of course, they're nature spirits. And she talks about, you know, uh, just as angels are messengers from God or a source higher than ourselves, the divine. Um, elementals are the divine's nature guardians residing here in a different realm to the physical one that we all live here and they're here to safeguard planet earth 
and I I definitely believe that. And I think that at one time they were more visible and more um, people could feel them and interact with them more. But as you know, and her idea is that because humans have really uh, destroyed our environment and polluted, they've kind of receded back into their own realm. What do you think about that? So they receded back into their own realm because of? Because they're struggling to do their job because humans. Because we're so terrible to, to the planet. Destroy our environments. Yep. Through the actions. I don't think. No, I don't think so because that feels like they would give up and they wouldn't. Right. That's true too. So there's, yeah, I don't know. Not that I, agree with that. I would think nature. That, and I would think. I have a problem with that because if I would think that they would be more active trying to prevent all of the things that are happening with the earth rather than go back, you know? So I don't agree with that for sure. Yeah. I don't think so because that Mm -hmm. is, I don't, that just seems to go against their natural energy that they would be an advocate for, or to, you know, work to heal and if their nature is guardians well then they should be there to protect nature you know and and i know i mean when i'm with the owls i call on the nature spirits to help protect them and to and to keep them safe and keep them fed and help them with on their journey um because that's what they do that's what i think you know you do you know thinking of humans being terrible to the planet right Mm -hmm. and elementals fighting what probably feels like a losing battle at this point but then you think of the elements when they take over like a human area you know you think of all the fires that take out homes and i mean is that an elemental exacting some i'm just saying this i'm I'm not saying i believe it i'm just thinking out loud you know is that an elemental energy exacting some kind of revenge on humans you know Mm -hmm. i don't know that that's the case but because there's a lot of nature that's destroyed in the same process and so that would be but i don't know you just you kind of wonder you know a tsunami that takes out a a Mm -hmm. beachfront town or um I don't know. It's a thought. I'm not saying I, I just, it popped into my head. So I wanted to throw it out there. Well, and I have thought of that too. And, and like I've often thought sometimes, you know, we have these huge earthquakes that then create tsunamis, right? So it's not only hurting the place where the earthquake happened and there's probably a big rock slide into the ocean, which creates this ginormous tsunami. Uh, one of the ways a tsunami can be created. So it's really hurting many things, but I always, you know, people say it's Gaia's revenge. Gaia is another way to say it on the earth. So, of course, you know, the nature spirits all tie into that too. So, but mankind still hasn't learned the lesson, have we? You know, it's kind of sad. Um, and then, of course, do elementals have intelligence? Oh, yeah. You know, and, and, and you know, it's said that they are the purest living forms of the four basic elements being air, earth, fire, and water, as well as several less common elements, um, intelligent, self-aware, and protective of um, Mama Earth and made up of the matter of, the matter of their home plane. That's an interesting 
kind of whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Um, but yeah, and I guess you know what salamanders are, and I I was reading that today too. I never realized a salamander was a fire elemental. Mm-hmm. Although surprised. technically, I don't know that it, we're talking about the actual salamander. No, it's, it's a, a different one. Spirit. But, energy yeah. but yeah they would be the representative of the fire yep element yep. they're kind of like a, a dragon you know mm-hmm. yeah you know i'm curious if anybody in the chat room wants to share any spirit elemental stories and we i mean it could be anything where you could go out and you were walking in the woods and you really felt like the trees were talking to you mm-hmm. or you know you were at the ocean and you could feel the ocean spirit, you know, calling you and, and cleansing you or whatever, like whatever, you know, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd love to hear your stories in the chat room and we can share them on the air here. If you have anything that you even think is an elemental story about just some kind of connection with an element and it could have been at a bonfire, you could have been at a party and you had some spiritual experience with the bonfire itself. I mean, who knows? Mm-hmm. So you just oh, yeah. you probably can't plan when you have an interaction with one of them, because they would maybe reach out to you. Yeah. And of course, I think you're going to run into them more often when you're in the trees, for example, or by the ocean or by some kind of body of water. Uh, I, But I also wonder, don't you think you could run into some even in the concrete jungle of, say, downtown Minneapolis? I kind of think maybe... You know, I, yeah, I think so. Maybe not, maybe not a fairy or a tree spirit or one of them, but there's also the air and fire elementals. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, I think you could run into an elemental anywhere. Um, You know, that if they want to go somewhere, I believe that they would go somewhere. So, Mm -hmm. and again, you might find, you know, in a, a downtown, you know, urban area, maybe more Mm -hmm. of an earth elemental or an air elemental than, mm-hmm. you know, fire or water. But why wouldn't, you know, if there was a fountain somewhere in some right. square, maybe right. the elemental energy of water would be there anyway, you know, because we called it in by building a shrine to it, which would mm-hmm. be a fountain, you know, mm-hmm. honoring water. That's so right. why wouldn't a water spirit be there in some kind of urban landscape? Mm-hmm. Well, and the fact that not all cities, you know, like our building, we have a lawn, we have trees. When I go outside, I feel it's it's a very peaceful deal. Um, and even right across the street at the government center, they also have trees and grass and it's very nice. So not all downtowns are all just concrete, Is you know, so there's a lot of other places. And like Joe says, the Mississippi runs right through the cities. Absolutely. It's just right. you know, down the road from my office, for example. Um, yep. So, okay. yeah, you've got downtown Minneapolis and the, you know, this huge river that extends the whole country, mm-hmm. you know, cutting right through Minneapolis. So, I yeah. mean, I think there could, elemental energies could be anywhere. Mm-hmm. I do too. It's just, would there be more, uh, would they be more plentiful in um, the country versus the city. I don't know. Yeah, well, definitely where there are trees, I think. You know, where there are trees and, and more nature and animals and birds. You know, don't you think? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. You have all the different energies, the animals, the and they'll call in all their own spirit energies, the elementals themselves. I mean, bird energy would have definitely that air elemental with it. Well, I would imagine. I guess I haven't really thought about it, but mm-hmm. I would imagine. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's interesting. It's, we were talking about how windy it was today. Yeah. It still is. I'm watching mm-hmm. outside and the trees are blowing and crazy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that wind element that air element is mm-hmm. really, and I was actually sitting outside today working on a project because I couldn't do it inside because I it, there were some fumes and stuff um, involved. So I had to work outside, which I probably catch 22 because I'm not doing the earth a favor. But then the wind was taking this away from me, which is was helpful. And so I actually said thank you to the wind mm-hmm. because it was being helpful. I said thank you because it really made it a lot easier. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't anything dangerous. It's just I didn't want to, yeah, you know, have breathe all the stuff in in the basement. So I was outside working and it, I just said thank you to the wind because it was really helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I believe that they love it when we talk to them. You know, mm-hmm. and you should always oh, yeah. talk to them. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I've said this on here, but I know I've I've told many people that, that um, like I said, when I'm over visiting the owls, for example, you know, I'll often talk to all the elements, the nature spirits and all of them, encompassing all of them and, you know, just talking, you know, and saying thank you and, and you know, please keep these owls safe and Every all the other creatures, you know, mm-hmm. um, and Lolita as well too. We got to bring Lolita in this too because we all have right. to pray for Tokate. so that you know. And and you know, every time we do this, and I know as squatters too, a lot of times we'll be in the woods and we'll talk to the nature spirits, and the wind picks up. Even if it's just a really still day, the wind will pick up. It's almost like an answer. You know, you can, I mean, you can feel the answer, but wow, when that wind comes and it's just like a little gentle breeze kind of caressing your cheek, it's like, oh, they're answering. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's awesome. Everybody should try it and you should talk to them. Talk out loud, talk to them because I think it's phenomenal. I think it's one of the best things. We did. Um, I did a couple of ceremonies, actually. I did one down in Illinois and it was out in a, actually out in a cornfield underneath this tree that was supposed to be, um, ma- you know, magical, lots of energy around this tree. Mm-hmm. And so we were asked to do a ceremony when we were down there and we did the ceremony and the wind, you know, like you said, but mm-hmm. it picked up and it looked like it was swirling just around us and this mm-hmm. tree because mm-hmm. you could see further away, you know, like mm-hmm. the hill and whatever, the corn wasn't moving. But just mm-hmm. around us and around this tree, it was swirling and it got really intense. Mm-hmm. And so it did feel like we were, it was an answer oh, yeah. to this ceremony that we were doing. And then we had a different ceremony that we did up north. And it was around the um, the Hinkley Fire, right? You remember mm-hmm. hearing about the Hinkley Fire that just mm-hmm. tore through Minnesota and, and so many mm-hmm. people died. And so we did a, a fire ceremony to you know, honor and send healing to the people that were hurt and also the earth and the land and the Mm -hmm. animals, because, you know, I don't know how much of that was done. You know, people of course were honored, but there was so much earth and and the animals that were 
hurt and destroyed. So we did a ceremony around that and it was really cool because we did a fire ceremony at night and everybody in the group, there was probably 10 of us. And it said it, they said, everybody said this at the end. I didn't say it. Everybody else said it. It felt like a whole group of people and animals came up behind us, around us and made another circle around us and were being a part of the ceremony, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so we were using the fire to burn things and to send healing. You know, we burned some herbs and, and things like that. And we, um, you know, said a prayer and sent healing. And Absolutely. we had so many of the people just saying this, we were not alone. Phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it is. It definitely is. And I think, you know, it's just such an amazing, amazing feeling, you know, whether it's just you, whether you're in a group, like I said, squatters, we always do this and always thank mama earth too. Cause if it weren't for mama earth, Hey, listen, none of us would be here to be quite frank, you know? So we have to thank her for uh, all that she does for us. Um, but it is an amazing feeling for sure. And it, they love it. They love well, it. And they do, because that's the thing, you know, when you do something like that and you, you call out to the elements and mm-hmm. send healing or say thanks or whatever, you know, because of all the good things that the elements do for us. Absolutely. It's so nice to say thanks or, or try and give back or whatever. They respond. Oh, they do. They, they really do. Yes. yes, they do. And the swirling thing, I remember specifically a few years back, we were up at Karen's. I know she's not on the, on the board today, but we were up at Karen's and one of her cats she hadn't seen her. She was worried about her. You know, she hadn't seen, she lives up in the, up in the boonies, you know? And so we did a, we did a, you know, we did a little prayer to the nature spirits and we talked and we had a fire going and, and then the wind, like you said, the wind started and it was kind of swirling, swirling, swirling around us. And then out of the trees, guess who walked? It was the cat, you know, it was, it was quite amazing actually, you know? Now, did they bring her back to us? I don't know, but they were definitely answering with the whole, the wind and the caressing of the cheeks and the, you know, the whole nine yards. So, well, and frankly, I don't really believe cool. in coincidence, right? Right. So, I mean, the fact that here the cat shows up mm-hmm. when you're doing this, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. just walked right I out of the woods, you know, they were like, yeah. Hey, come on, cat. They're looking for you. Come on back. Come over here now. Come, come, come. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like to think so anyway. Oh my gosh. We've already burned through 30 minutes. Uh, actually 31 minutes. So we need to go to commercial break. This is the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. In order for the light to shine so brightly, the darkness must be present. Tune in every Monday at 10 o'clock for Dark Sun Rising on the Para-X Radio Network. Heidi, have you listened to The Calling lately? Why, yes, Steph, I have. It's really good. Have you? Absolutely. It's what I would say is a wild and wooly affair. So does that mean it's a wild and wooly Wednesday show? (laughs) Well, I definitely think that that's true. So you know we listen since The Calling is the sibling show to our show, The Gathering. 
Listen to The Calling Radio Show with Jerry and Kimberly Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Para-X Radio Network. Hi, this is Marla Brooks from Stirring the Cauldron. Thursdays are a great night on the Para-X Radio Network. On the first and third Thursdays of the month at 8 p.m., it's Tango and Friends, hosted by Bruce Tango. And on the alternate Thursdays at 8 p.m., tune in to Stirring the Cauldron, the Archive podcast. Every week at 9 p.m. Eastern, join me on Stirring the Cauldron Live. And then at 10 p.m., stick around for New Aeon Now with Lily Alley, Davron Michaels, and Christine Matza. Finally, to round out the night, join Dr. Kelly Renee Schutz on the Paranormal Encounters podcast. All this, every Thursday, right here on Para-X. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. We're talking about elementals tonight and sharing our own personal stories about interacting with elemental spirits. And I have a, a little story about just, well, I guess it's interacting with fairies in general. Mm-hmm. And that seems to happen quite often on paranormal investigations. I find fairies uh, like to be around. I don't know if they're attracted to the lights on the equipment or what, the flickering, flashing lights, but it's uh, it's not uncommon to have fairy energy at an investigation. We didn't have any at this last investigation, at least that I was aware of, but it's not uncommon that I've seen to have fairies messing around with the equipment, mm-hmm. which happens quite a bit, I found. Mm-hmm. If what I tell people is if it seems like a two-year-old is answering questions or talking through the equipment, it's probably a fairy. Mm-hmm. Well, and they mess with us, right? Um, they can be good. Some of them, with sprites, are a little bit more mm-hmm. naughty, you know? Oh, yeah, they can be naughty. Both of um, them. All of them. Any of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. But, yeah, no, I am... Um, I have a lot of fey energy in me. So, yeah, they're they're kind of all us around. And I know I know that um Josie said there was uh some sprite <laughs> a sprite kind of attached to me. She had to kind of get rid of it when she was down here last. And I said, "Well, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is." So, I don't mind them. I don't mind them around. I, I don't want them in my house. Yeah. Because I like they like to take things and hide mm-hmm. things and mess with you that way and I don't like that. Yeah, I don't notice that here. But um No, I don't either. That's why I'm yeah. glad they're not here. Yeah, but yeah, no, fairies are awesome. Love fairies. Love, love, love. And we always know when, you know, I, I um Josie and I both she'll say, We'll be out in the woods and she'll say stuff. What do you feel? I said fairies. <laughs> Absolutely, you know. So and then we can see them and stuff. Yeah, it's fun. But everybody needs to just really, I think you just need to concentrate, right? So for someone who has never experienced any of the elementals, how would you say they could train themselves or do something so that maybe they can feel them, experience them for themselves? Well, I mean, some of it is 
being quiet and some of it is it's a little combination of being quiet and a little faith, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, Joe in the chat room had said he wanders in the woods a lot, but he's never seen or felt anything that he's aware of. And I would imagine that you have, you're just not, mm-hmm. like you said, aware that you have. So when you get you know, get out into the woods and really just quiet your mind and even call out to the different elements and ask, you know, if there's any way that they could, you know, give you a sign or whatever. And and just be open to the answer. Okay. So, you know, if you if you say something like that and then a gust of wind comes up, that might just be the answer. Mm-hmm. And I know some people would say, oh, it's just a coincidence. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. You can say that too. Mm-hmm. But if you had just asked if there's, you know, if the if the air elemental can give me a sign that you're here or that you're with me, I would appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not that you're testing them because they don't have to do it if they don't want to. But if you say something like that and a gust of wind comes up and flutters the leaves or whatever, then I think that's kind of interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, or you you're walking along and you say, I'd love to, you know, find out if there's any earth elementals here with me that could make themselves known. And let's say you see some kind of animal immediately after that, that could Mm -hmm. be a sign, Mm -hmm. you know, that they're sending you something that you can visibly see. So, but even just a feeling, even if you just think you feel something, it doesn't have to make any sense to anybody else and you don't have to prove it. No, it's just feeling something Mm -hmm. that you feel you know, some mm-hmm. kind of warm sensation or you see a flash of light and you think, oh my gosh, I wonder if that was a fire elemental because mm-hmm. you think there's no lightning, there's no nothing here, there's no cars that could have made that light. So what made that flash of light? Maybe it was an answer mm-hmm. to you calling out and it was some kind of fire elemental that made some kind of flash of light. Right. That's right. That's right. Yes. I mean, there are many different ways. Or you can just be walking through the woods and just feel, you know, like a warm, lovey sensation. Well, that could be from an elemental. It could be the trees. You know, the trees, tree spirits, I don't believe are elementals. I believe they're tree spirits. Um, But they're there too, right? And they send out an awful lot of love and, and help to us humans for whatever reason. I'm not really sure why, but (laughs) they sure do. Um, Love the trees. Um, okay, so, so, okay, this really, I don't think has anything to do with elementals, but Movie is asking this question that she said, is it too weird to ask on Para X? So, okay, I'm going to say what she said. She says she made a sock hat, named her Sleepy Kitty, and sleep with her every night. Is it possible with all the love I give her that she has become real? She is the only kitty that doesn't throw up on the bed. Did I finally ask a question too weird for Para-X? Not too weird, just not on topic for her show. Right. <laughs> so it's kind of why we were blowing yeah. by it, I think. But, yeah, yeah, it's um, not really a, a elemental, that's for sure. Like, right. You know, it's, I don't, it's different. Um, yeah. But I had to address that because she's, <laughs> she's like, okay, is this too weird to talk about on Para-X? No, just like. Maybe set a little bit off to, off topic here. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so here's what you can do um, if you're looking at because I don't know if you 
have done this before. I've done this quite a few times as call in the elementals for like um, with, you know, Karen looking for a cat, calling in elementals for help. And uh, so you could do a little ceremony outside, you know, if you're looking to, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be around something nature based. I mean, if they can help you in any way, shape or form, then why not? You know, if that's, if that's their jam and they can help you, great. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, but you, you want to, I don't know if you uh, represent them, I guess is the way I'll put it by having uh, something that shows, you know, each elemental is represented. Do you have a, uh, like a bowl of water for the water spirit Mm -hmm. and a bowl of, you know, sand or salt for the earth spirit Mm -hmm. and you have a candle for the fire spirit and then you can burn something you know like incense or something for air spirit you know and air spirit too you could have even a feather represented if you don't want to burn something mm-hmm. um but you can use the four elements you know have something representing the four elements and do a little ceremony outside and just you know if there's something you're trying to call in or seek guidance on maybe they can help you because sometimes they might have a fabulous answer that you yes. never would have thought of you know, and why not ask the elementals instead of a regular human mm-hmm. or who knows mm-hmm. who else you might ask. But, you know, see what kind of answers they might give you because you might get something really creative mm-hmm. or original or totally, you know, something mm-hmm. that you wouldn't have thought of. So, mm-hmm. And yeah. when you do this and you ask this question, you need to open yourself up to their answer, you know. So don't have right. your mind on a million other things. You just need to calm your mind and listen and experience and open yourself up to what they're telling you either you know be a feeling or maybe a little whisper in your ear or a caress on your cheek with the wind you know there's many different ways right and that's with anything when you're reaching out to spirit you know Mm -hmm. just keeping your mind open and understanding too that you may not get the answer you want (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. and i have people ask me questions with you know the intuitive piece they ask questions and then they don't like the answer and I yeah. said and I always tell people well don't just ask because there's only one answer that you want you know you have to be open to anything and sometimes the answer isn't even an answer it's just a feeling or you know there is no answer yet and so you know same thing when you're talking to elementals if you're asking for guidance or help or whatever you just be open to anything and Mm -hmm. it may not be what you expect so if you go in something into something with a set expectation or limited possibilities you might be disappointed yes yes absolutely i agree um but yeah i think it would be really nice you know and like okay so here's and we've talked about many of them but i have a little list of how to work with the elementals so Number one, believe in them and their existence. Number two, open your heart and show love to all living creatures. Number three, care for animals, plants, flowers, and surround yourself in their energy every day. Number four, care for the environment. Don't use chemicals if possible and pick up litter. Next one is be a good person and show love and gratitude. Elementals mirror back our own behavior. And I also believe that's true. Um, Talk to them silently or aloud. They love communication with humans who are pure of heart. Ask them 
how you can help them and watch for their signs, sing, dance, and play often. Elementals love playfulness, fun, and laughter. Fairies are all about that, correct? Um, ask them to help you in your life and leave them a gift to show your gratitude. Fairies love sparkly things. You know, it's something I haven't done. That's really a good idea, isn't it? Let love mm-hmm. crystals, sweet items, and music. Yep. I love it. When we would go and do investigations outside, we would usually bring some kind of gift for the elementals. And I would always bring a little container of honey and dump it out so that, you know, the elementals can have something sweet. And then you can bring some flowers and little like stones or crystals. And so I would leave a little pile, you know, with some honey and some stones and flowers and, you know, things that you can leave outside, but the element you know, elementals would appreciate it, those kind of items. So um, we would usually do that as a way to say thank you for allowing us to mm-hmm. be in the space to investigate because usually we were, I was teaching people how to investigate so you could do it outside so that, you know, you can have a few more people, have some fun, whatever, but then bring a little offering to nature and the mm-hmm. elementals to say thanks for letting us use your space uh, to, to teach and learn. Right. Always a good thing. Now, one of the things that I always do and I do frequently is not so much that, but I frequently will offer tobacco as an offering to whatever it is I'm trying to do. But I do like the idea of the the whole sparkling stuff and the other things. So I'll have to try to do that. Um, Mufi is saying her English mother says fairies love to dance on mass carpet. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. That sounds good for anybody. She also uh, said that um, she's had magical feelings walking through a misty German forest, which could be from elementals. And I would agree with that. (laughs) And then she said, on topic. (laughs) It is on topic. (laughs) I love it. It is. I love it. Um, Yes. (laughs) And then Joe said that he has brought cashews and blueberries to, is it Sika Hollow State Park? So as a offering, I'm guessing, a little gift to nature. In South, which in is, South Dakota, are you looking for little people or Bigfoot? Because that, I mean, I know, remember when Chief, um, the Chief was on our show and he talked about Sika Hollow and he was looking, you know, he said it's filled with um, little people and Bigfoot both. Cool. So, well, I'm sure Bigfoot would like cashews and blueberries as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. So. And I know that's one thing he always tells me too. Is always br- he likes to bring um, apricots, dried apricots, is what he told me to offer for you know Bigfoot and oh, little people. good to know. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yes. So lots of ways, um, lots of things to do. But I think an offering is always nice, you know, um, be it tobacco or. Uh, sweets or flowers or sparkly things it's always good always good yep yeah you know what I uh, was gonna plan on doing here so I have my big craft room that I have my craft room slash work room slash everything right Mm -hmm. and I do beadwork some Mm -hmm. beadwork not a ton but I do work and make uh, necklaces and things like that and so I have all these beads and if you've ever done beadwork Boy, they get away from you. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> they skedaddle and slide across the 
table and onto the floor and off they go. And every once in a while I sweep, <laughs> every once in a while I sweep yeah. the floor and get all the beads up. And I'm going to start taking them out when I go outside and leaving little piles of beads for the fairies. Yeah, I get Because I figure if they're gone, they don't want to be a part of the thing I'm making. They took off, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. they're going to be used for something else. I'm not going to force them into a necklace. So anyway, so yeah, when I scoop up the piles of, you know, beads that are scattered around, I'm going to start taking them outside, giving them to the fairies. Mm-hmm. Because they would it. like them. Yeah. Sparkly. Colorful. Yes. yes. Always good. Always good. But yeah, don't forget people. When you're out and about... Talk to them because they love it. It even says so in that <laughs> in that little list of things that I just read, even though we talked about that before. But yeah. Well, that's the easiest thing to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're yeah. right there and you don't need to bring anything. You don't no. have to, oh, I forgot to bring this. Yeah, yeah. You're just out there. Just talk to them. That's, I tell people to talk to your, your spirit guides too. You mm-hmm. may not hear them answer, but they are paying attention. They are answering you. Just trust. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Got to do it. Um, so I know we were just talking about Bigfoot. So on the Calling Radio Show tomorrow night, they're having um, Michael Hexum, who is Minnesota's Bigfoot hunter on the mm-hmm. show. So, hey, everyone, we've had Michael on our show, too, and he's he's a gas. He's fun to listen to. So listen into the calling radio show tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern time right here on the Para-X radio network all about Bigfoot and awesome. he's a he's a good researcher so he has quite a few stories he's out he lives in the woods he's always out in the woods he's a good one so take a listen um now that's going to be the deal beads for fairies <laughs> yeah well and you know crows like shiny things too so you know Oh it's yeah, whoever wants them for a crow, yeah, <laughs> or yeah. a raven. Whoever yeah. whoever nabs the beads, go for it. Absolutely. Up for grabs. Absolutely, yeah, we like that idea. Um, yeah, so fun stuff. So yeah, good, good, good uh, subject for tonight's show, Heidi. Thank you. I thought it was fun. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't like talking about elementals anyway? I mean, elementals. We're talking about all the good stuff, but. They can be, they can be scary too. I mean, oh, yes, scary in the way of powerful, I guess, yeah. you know, so. Well, and some of them have, you know, their little, you know, like sprites, for example, they like to cause trouble, you know, and it, it just, right. um, it just is the way it is. And I know water, one of the water elementals is mermaids, but I still believe that there are cryptid mermaids of here on earth. Although I often wonder if they're not, um uh, interdimensional too like i think mermaids i think yeah. yeah i think for how many times they've been seen and nobody has any proof mm-hmm. same thing like bigfoot i mean yep. there's proof but yep. then there's proof and then there's real proof like yes yes i don't know i just think that there's not enough for the majority to believe in them so that maybe they're yeah. interdimensional right and that's the same with Bigfoot and little people and all of these and Dogman and all the other cryptids that people search for. And yep. I mean, there's plenty of evidence out there, just probably not good enough, right? I mean, there has been some pretty, pretty good evidence found of mermaids. You know, there's that whole trench sound that they can't identify. And there's, um, 
you know, skeletons and cave drawings and I mean, all kinds of stuff, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, I just can't believe they're not out there and same with lake monsters, right? That's another thing that we kind of, I feel is, is another interdimensional creature, you know? Well, you have to start to think if you really can't find a ton of evidence, mm-hmm. you know, we have footprints for Bigfoot, you know, we have maybe hair, you know, mm-hmm. certain and some photos and things like that. But then you have that for lake monsters. You have it for other things where you have maybe some some hard to see yep. photos, yep. other little blips of evidence. But otherwise, you know, lots of sightings, lots of people have their personal experiences. Why don't we have more? Because I no. think they're interdimensional. I do, too. And they slip away before any hard evidence can be found, right? Or they zap, like, you know, they say Bigfoot zaps humans with something so that they're just, it, it kind of paralyzes them until they're gone. They do their disappearing act or something, you know? Uh, so many people have told me that. Eyewitnesses will say that they've seen something and then suddenly they feel like they're immobilized and they lose time. And then when they come back to consciousness, it's gone, you know? Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, but yeah, movies saying Dogman. And so many people have seen Dogman too. I'd really like to see one personally. I know they're kind of nasty creatures. So I've heard. I don't know. But I've Yeah, I don't know. I'm... To, I've talked to so many eyewitnesses of those too, you know, and just can describe describe down to the rippling of the muscles what they look like, you know. So there's a lot of stuff out there. You know, so don't discount anything is what I'm saying. And all these dimensions. I still want to see Mothman. I know you do. (laughs) And that is the one that I say, "Mm -mm, mm -mm, won't go after that one. Well, here's the deal. Again, I'll just say it. Yeah. What if Mothman is trying to keep people from getting hurt because something bad is coming? They're trying to warn you. Right? Right. They're trying to, you know, and even like, remember, you heard about that couple that they saw him on the road and then they chased the car and stuff. What if he was trying to keep them away from something else and scare them into going a certain direction so they wouldn't get hurt by something else? Like, I don't know. So I'm still game to see one. Well, and the whole Silver Bridge episode, right? I mean, did they cause it? Some people say, did they cause it or were they there to warn people that it was going to happen? Right. You know, you know, disaster on the river, Ohio, right. Was the whole wording of the whole thing. And, and, um, you know, they were seen, but, you know, like I said, a few years ago, there was a a paranormal show on TV that they talked to some paranormal investigators who had been up to, um, that it used to be a military base, right. North of where the silver bridge is. I can't even think of the name of the town now where the Mothman festival is. Um, and they went up there and they got some pretty good EVPs. They played them. And when they left there and they felt like they had seen something, got this evidence, started on their way back home, which was in a different state. I, I can't remember exactly where, but these people had nothing but bad luck for like, we're talking a decade. And then they came back with the show and I never did see the total end of it, but I mean, really? What What's going on here? I mean, do they bring bad luck? Do they, what is this? Or were they warning them that they were going to have 
hard times or bad things are happening. I, I don't know. I don't I, like you said, maybe maybe they are just trying to tell them to watch out. Something something bad is stirring. I don't know. No, it's interesting. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't know. We don't know. There's a lot of things we'll never know. That's why we're in the paranormal field, because it's so interesting. Yep. I just want to see stuff if I can. Like, yep. Me you too. Know, anything I could see would be great, as long as I don't die. I mean, well, I yeah. guess if I die, then I guess I have to. But I'd rather right. not. Not ready to I die choose. yet. Not ready to die yet. Yeah. Right. But I, I want to experience everything I can before I do. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So, anyhow, oh goodness. Well, fun stuff, fun show. Um, they're still talking about sock critters in the uh, chat room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Although Movie said Lost she doesn't control. want to contemplate a half man, half insect being. <laughs> You know, and I'll just never forget when my brother and I went to see that movie, The Mothman Prophecies, and we came out of there, never heard, because I don't think I was in, that was before I was really in the paranormal world, per se. Of course, we were intuitive, because I think that came out in the 90s, right? And Chris and I are both that way. And we came out, and he said, wow, I sure don't want that Mothman to come to me. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, no, me either. We're done with that, you know? Oh, my gosh. But I still watch that movie every once in a while when it's on TV. I always have to watch at least a portion of it because I think it's such a good movie. Um, but anyway. Uh, Dave says, we are sitting outside here in Pipestone listening and talking about the show. Kind of a sub chat room. So what are you guys thinking, Dave? Any comments? We have about two minutes left. Maybe not. Maybe they're just talking about it and talking about all those elementals that maybe they're experiencing outside. Hard to say. But anyway, we have a couple minutes left, Heidi. So what are you thinking? Well, let's see here. I hope that we can go out and have a fire tonight so that I can talk to the fire elementals Mm -hmm. and... But if not, then we'll go outside and talk to the air elementals because that would be mm-hmm. why we won't have a fire is because it's too mm-hmm. windy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll talk to the air elementals instead. Mm-hmm. But I did already thank them today for the wind because it was super helpful. It was so windy. I went outside at lunchtime and because I always do. I always go outside just for because I have to warm up. It's so cold in the office. And my hair was like just everywhere. It was like just there's nothing I can do. But it was it kept away the heat, right? Because it's been like 100 degrees here in Minnesota. So, but anyway, I we have to, I hear some music maybe. So it's time for us to close, close up shop for tonight. So everyone, thank you so much for listening into the Gathering radio show this evening. And for anyone, um, any of our troops happen to be listening, thank you so much for doing so. And thank you. Thank you for your service. Absolutely. And everybody in the chat room, thanks for being here. Even though it was kind of quiet, we appreciate your your comments and everybody listening wherever you are. Thank you so much for tuning in. We totally appreciate Para X Radio Network and 
you guys hosting us every week. We love it here. And Sarge, once again, most amazing producer on the planet. Thank you so much for making this happen. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>